It's Fans of the Genre 46 for November 3rd, 2017. I'm Rhodes Clark. And I'm Brian Swanson. This is the show where we talk to you about chicken tendies, the importance of a good brown shoe, Janko jeans, and the 11 minutes of serenity when Donald Trump's Twitter account was deactivated. But today, we're going to talk to you about video games. And uh, we have a very special guest filling in for Mikey. Um, This person uh, suffered from irony poisoning before it was cool. He is (laughs) the internet's biggest YouTube fan. And he has 280 characters on Twitter. Our good friend Charlie. <laughs> Hi, yeah, I'm I'm definitely definitely still Charlie. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. It's been a long time coming. Well, thank you. You guys have been dragging me online to get guests on the show. I <laughs> yes. fucking listened to you. I'm here. We're, we're here. It's it's good. <laughs> You're gonna punish them by putting me on as the yeah. first guest to be like, yeah, yeah, you like that? Oh, all right. Well, well, that's what you get. Don't don't yourself. Before, but yeah, we've had a couple guests. Um, but oh, okay. Whew. Yeah, uh, well, we'll put the kibash on that now. Can okay. I just like, uh, like jump in or like? I know this isn't a show about chicken tendies, but I had the chicken tendies from Wendy's the other day, and they're they're some good, good ass tendies. No, see, this there's, is there's the show where we normally talk to you about chicken tendies, but today no, we're no, talking, we're not about talking about video about games today, though. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So like, eat eat it, McDonald's. Bring it up real quick. I had a bad food day today. I Why? got up early to go to a work event to take to take uh, some pictures. And uh, they serve free donuts and coffee. So, like, I'm not going to not take a donut. Um, Okay. Take a donut. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to have a healthy lunch. So, I had to go run an errand in South Lake Union. So, I stopped by the the Whole Foods there. And uh, I was like, oh, there's, like, a salad bar. And instead of, like, getting a salad, I go straight for the, the, like, Indian food section where I got, like, a whole potato samosa, some rice, which is, you know, it's, like, healthy. It's fine. And then some, like... Uh, it's like actual food curried so. vegetables yeah it's actual food so i put that in one little container and i was like oh man like it's not gonna be enough food so like i grab another little container of course not <laughs> and i fill it up with the mac and cheese there yeah <laughs> holy shit yeah okay. That's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah i so feel like, like i know where you went wrong yeah and also this whole week i've been um just like eating halloween candy because it's that <laughs> see, so like i'm just having a bad time I, or maybe you're just okay. like having a good time you're just trying to have a good time yeah, I guess it's like. Would you, would you say that your tum tum is on a roads to ruin? God. Get out. <laughs> and that's out. episode first 46. one's free. Yeah, thank you all, everyone, for listening. <laughs> thank you. Please leave. Um. So yeah, Charlie. Uh, you and I have known each other for a couple years. Met each other at Western. It's been a minute. Um. Yeah. And Brian and you both work at Western, so it's yes. like a little Western reunion. And the theme song to this very show was written by someone who worked and went to Western. Yes. Um, worked out and went to That's work. right, Mr. 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 Yon Bash. Yon Bash. If you kids want to go to um, college, just let me know. Yeah, Brian can hook you up. The theme song to this was just the two of us, and we had me and Brian had to fight over yeah. who the other one of the two what was. What if it was us two and not Rhodes? That's what I'm saying, though, is we would come to that conclusion. Mm. That, would, that would be the two we meet along the way. Yes. I've been thinking about um, downloading the uh, Man's Not Hot Feel Good Ink cover that I sent you earlier today, Charlie, <laughs> and making that the theme song Fuck. for today. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> so good. Um. Anyway, sorry. God, on the day we're talking about video games, I can't actually talk about video games. It's memes only, man. Yeah. Memes only. Um. So uh, let's let's go right into what we've been playing. So I see. Um, I see you've been playing Stranger Things too. I have been playing. Uh, Stranger My favorite Things. Telltale adventure game. Basically, this. Um. I don't really have much to say other than like. Uh. Upon further reflection of the of the first season, I think I like it less than I did in the moment. Um, so okay. like I wasn't super stoked for, for season two, the way a lot of people mm. were, I thought like, like most mm. things, Charlie, like I was telling you before we were recording, like I want certain things to end and just like that be it. Or 
like let this be an anthology thing where they tell different stories in the same universe or different places and some but similar yeah. like the yeah. yeah um and we're like seven episodes into stranger things two as they're calling it they're very like particularly Ooh. calling it did you a sequel to the first seven? one i haven't uh yes i'm yes, only at episode okay I finished episode four just now yeah okay um, so i think no I, Brian, yeah seven rough patch yeah seven's a bad app it's a real bad it's app it's not it's a they it, it gets back on track but yeah. yeah, that seventh episode, you're just kind of like, oh, well, there's only two more. Better, better get this right. So well, the, the thing that I'm noticing with this show is like with, with most Netflix shows, I feel like they're a couple episodes too long. Like uh, all yeah. the Marvel shows could be five episodes shorter than they are. Um, so sort of expecting like that with 10. Ap- no, they're like 13, dude. Oh, I think. I don't, I don't know. Sorry, I'm not a Marvel guy. Yeah, I'm not really either anymore. <laughs> like, I'm, gonna, I'm not even I'm not a comics guy. Yeah. I'm just not. I hate the fucking Marvel movies. Anyway, sorry, uh, continue. That's, I'm, I, I'm, you know I what? I'm kind of getting We can there. get to that I later. That. <laughs> we can revive the old hot take segment. Um, that's... Mm. So, uh, what, what I was pleased to find out this is only nine episodes long, which is great. But, like, partway through episode five, I think I looked over at Grace and I was like... I saw her salty like, 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 what's what's happening? Like, nothing's really... It's a really weirdly paced season where I feel like very small things are happening each episode, but it, it doesn't really, I don't really know where it's going. See, and I'm also really confused about like w- the motivations of some of the characters. Like no one's taking certain aspects of this show seriously. And everyone's acting surprised that the weird lab people are acting bad again. And there's just weird aspects of this show where I'm like, how are you falling into the same, falling into the same traps that you did in the first season? I really like Nancy. So I'm kind of just following it for like the romantic like beats. Yeah. But you watch it for you watch it for the, the harem anime component, yeah. which I appreciate. You know, I respect. You were know. just calling me Who's on my shit. Who's your stranger waifu? Oh, oh, Nancy. <laughs> I'm There's in no it, dude. No, I can... Dude, I, I am with you. I am I am on the same same team, same camp. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I'm a married man. I have no comment. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Excellent. No, no comment. We know what you're thinking. Okay. Well, what's okay? Would Would Grace pick John or would Grace pick the other guy? Steve we, is great. We've been like really enjoying Steve this season, but we we think that uh, Jonathan's is a good great. boy. Yeah, Jonathan's a good boy. It's a good boy. But come on, like you look at you look at John. Wait, yeah. <sighs> which which is the one with the hair? Steve. Is that Jonathan? That's Steve. That's Steve. I like yeah. him. Yeah, Steve's Best babysitter. Yeah. yeah. Okay, not excellent there yet. I saw a really great. I saw an excellent uh, fan art. But let's let's yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I think we'll be done by the end of the weekend, so I'm excited. It's a it's fine. Like, I hear, I heard just seven, in general, though, it's like jeez. Fine. Yeah. It, in a like, world where Riverdale exists as a show, Grace Stranger loves Things R- 2 is Riverdale. fine. Oh. I don't know. I haven't you watched love any of it. Riverdale? No. Grace, Grace loves it. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like I'm missing out when it comes to Riverdale, but. You're not. I, yeah. Do you just, like Archie Comics a lot? Great. See, that's the and thing. You're missing nothing. Grace really does. You, you, oh. that's, yeah. that's the, that is extra weird to me then that she likes the show. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm sure Mikey would have a thought about that. So. I've noticed something that um, Grace only gets. Oh, I was about to say something really like condescending. Uh, oh, I don't think uh, Grace realizes flaws in a show until I or in any piece of media until I point them out. Because like I'm, because oh, you know, you're I'm, so I'm, woke. I'm, I don't think that that's condescending. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I was, I'm saying <laughs> no, no. that like I, I'm pretending I, to I be. A, I'm pretending to be a critic over here. Like I am whatever. Like no, and, no. I, I think what you're saying is that there are people that consume media more critically and cynically than other people yeah. and that's not a bad or good qualitative it yeah. just means that 
that person can be entertained by more things. Exactly. God forbid they end up being happier than <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? She enjoys more things than I do. Um, she can be like, yeah, I guess that part sucked, but it didn't make the show suck. And you're like, but it made the show suck. No, but it totally like, did. Eh, Think about what that scene was saying. Yeah. Um, you're like, I, I did. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's Stranger Things. It's fine. Yeah. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> go, go fuck yourself. Uh, and uh, still playing Cuphead. I still have the same sort of problems I was having with it where I think so the okay. random number generated stuff is frustrating. Um, okay, so, quote, Road says, it's too hard. They should make it easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just delete all that. And just, <laughs> it's, it's hard. No, I, I love that game, though. We were talking, again, before we were recording about just how beautiful it is, and even yeah. if it's too difficult, like you're, you catch yourself just like in awe that it exists and that it's... Totally, and yeah, you know what? With like the fact that they're like, okay, we literally have the budget to animate two hours worth of content in this game. Yeah. I guess we just gotta make it fucking hard. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, and I finally played HQ. Charlie, are you, are you familiar with this one yet? Um, I listened to it on the podcast, uh, the the trivia game. Yeah, um, I, I listened about it. You listened I, I about it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you, it's like a, it's like a live action trivia stream thing. Yeah, and you can't play it because it's not on Android yet, which is bizarre. I was lied to. I was just listening to the fact that it was on Android. Yeah, um, isn't that weird that the, cr- that, the co-creators of Vine to? can't get a fucking app working on Android yet? Don't worry, it's the same people that <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's a Snapchat dev involved. That is just like, no Android. Yeah. <laughs> That's for the poors. We can't let them play the game. It is pretty wild. It's still like in 2017. Android apps are so far behind. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, HQ is good. Um, I like it. It feels bad. Was, um, did you see Scott's vampire costume? No, I probably missed it on Halloween. Yeah, I, um, I've been missing a lot of He was of busy sleeping in a big bed with his wife. I, I played the, there was a big 15, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or as the giant bomb hopes, oh, think he's like in a cage somewhere. <laughs> he's not wearing <laughs> pants he's just wearing a suit jacket and tie and then Cal brought it in and out yeah just for her yeah. horns uh he I, I played during the 1500 dollars game that they had um like, like yeah earlier this week With and 15 questions right uh, there were 12 but uh, 110 oh. can I people that, won wow so it's 13 dollars okay, can i assume that you i was gonna assume that you didn't because you're still on this podcast if you had 1500 bucks oh, yeah dude. i think you'd buy your way out of yeah. here right yeah, yeah. yeah that's enough to buy me out yeah yeah <laughs> Buy me out, fans Scott. of the genre is just now fans of the Brian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I dabbled in uh in everything. Are you guys familiar with this with this one? So it's the game where you literally play that? as everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like it's super janky. Yeah, it's a little janky. I picked it's it up. Kind of a streamer game. It's kind of right? just like, it's like you look at it, you're like just absurd, right? Yeah, it's it's all it's a streamer game where it's very absurd and kind of wacky and like you can get some good PewDiePie reactions out of it. I was. I was um but it's also one of those like art games where like you're kind of meant to contemplate what is is you know (laughs) no i get it it's like it's like i I don't know it strikes me as like a less directly silly goat simulator where you're just like no we're just slapping stuff together and you just you interact with it yeah just just do stuff Uh, i wish i was playing with a controller which i think it probably has controller support on pc um but uh you very jankily move uh, an animal around until you are told that you can like shrink to a, it's not even a life form. You can literally control like a rock or a, a like a pile of snow or whatever. And then, and then you're told that you can expand and uh, like become a cloud or a land mass. And then you can like meet other land masses and start quote unquote dancing. I think they mean is fucking. And uh, I mean, 
Have you ever seen two landmasses? I'm not a game dev. You know, um, you you have a Cpangia, the worst divorce of all time. <laughs> exactly. They uh, <laughs> you can like reproduce basically, and so uh, it it reminded me of like uh, like Katamari, but less gamey. Yes, that's an excellent way of putting it. It's it's like that that sort of uh, whimsy that you you'd expect from a Katamari without like the gamey aspects. Can't you just like let it run too, and it just kind of like does stuff on its own? Yeah, there might be. Yeah, there's like an autoplay mode. Yeah, that's um, dope. So what's kind of cool is you, you're essentially collecting auto, uh, uh, audio logs of like philosophers going on and on about the meaning of life and existence and like, you know, uh, it's pretty like sometimes that's, that's hit or miss. It can, it can sound like philosophy 101, like your stoned college roommate going on about the world, but like, <laughs> yeah, but man, it's all your perception, yeah, you know? but it, but it feels, um, smart and appropriate for this sort of game. It goes, it goes nicely with that tone that I was talking about. I wish Cuphead had an autoplay. I wish Cuphead <laughs> had uh, audio locks about philosophy, honestly. <laughs> about philosophy of like, okay, so the philosophy here is don't make deals with the devil, you idiot. Yeah. Wait, come on. Yeah. Disney had a monopoly on art style kill in the, the 20s devil. and 30s. Uh, yeah. This is actually a true story. Disney uh, had like um, trademarks or some sort of ownership over what colors people could use or like or using more than two or three colors in a cartoon what that makes sense yeah so there was that sounds like a thing that people would have patented back then because like, yeah colors are a meme that's gonna pass so there's like come a, on let's talk about the cotton gin there's like a <laughs> there's like a production house that uh made cartoons using duotones like one was like very strongly shades of uh blue and red um it was really cool look which when you can't you know I, i'm always interested in like um creative limitations like that where you make something look good despite only being able to use two colors. Yeah, like yeah. like Mad World, right? That's just red, white, and black. Yeah, or like Luthrausers. Yeah, awesome yeah, which game. is it's like beige and maroon. Yeah. Anyway. If any of you guys uh, are really into like animation and like old school stuff, there's a really good Twitter account. Uh, IBC. There's no such thing as a really good Twitter account. That's Brian. true. I've never seen a Twitter account. <laughs> Wait, what's the... <laughs> there's a ratio that's important here. <laughs> Anyways, IBCF uh, or <laughs> underscore or at underscore IBCF underscore. Uh, he does a lot of like uh, animation, like talk and, and reevaluates a lot of like Looney Tunes and like older cartoons. Hmm. Okay, so what's the what's the the naked lady to Patreon plugging ratio of the tweets? Uh, zero zero point zero. You said this was worth following, okay, Brian. Okay, okay buddy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no um, naked ladies, but there could be. You can make that happen. Oh, I'm, I'm so God, sorry. I'm going to learn to draw. I've been like staring at my computer monitor wondering what happened. When my cat walks on the desk, she'll like touch the capacitive buttons, and I think she'll like bump the sharpness up all the way, and my monitor looks like shit. <laughs> Ooh. Um, my cat is wonderful. That's a feature. But yeah, it's a, it's a feature, not a bug. Brian. Lady Kendrick. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing, playing a lot of Super Mario Odyssey. Mm. That's a good ass game. Uh, it's the newest Mario game, of course, on the Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch, and it's, I don't know, man. I mean, it's some say. Mario-ass Mario. Yeah, so Mikey, in particular, I think, was uh, saying that he wanted this to be, like, uh, Mario's Breath of the Wild, where, like, it would take... Oh, took... You're going to say that you... <laughs> a Mario-free podcast. <laughs> well, he's not here! Breath of the Mario. Uh, no, but, you know, he, like, how Breath of the Wild took what people expected of Zelda, flipped it its on a head, blah, 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 all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but the yeah. consensus seems to be that this is just like a really good Mario game. It's a good it doesn't Mario do game. anything unexpected. Although I've been watching like clips of people like speedrunning levels, basically, yeah. and 
the weird like uh, throw your hat and dive on the hat and then jump and then dive again. Yeah. Are you talking about the, are you talking about the Ben Pack video he posted earlier today? Uh, yeah, I've seen that video, but I've also was talking about the uh, highlight reel. Oh, sure, I haven't Chris watched that person yet. posted. That game's got some shit. Yeah. It's got some shit. There's some fucking tech in there. Mario's got to yeah. get a kit, and like part of that, part of that is like, <laughs> what's his loadout? Uh, Does Mario get loot boxes? It's a hat, and right now I'm currently wearing boxers and a cowboy hat. That's my loadout. Awesome. Uh, but like, you know, he's just got the jumping and the running down. Like, it's it, it's 64. Like, if you played Mario 64, you you kind of know what this game's about. It runs like that. Yeah, he runs just like that. Uh, I think Breath of the Wild. I think someone already said this before, but Breath of the Wild, or Mario's Breath of the Wild, was probably 64. And uh, it's probably sunshine, actually, if you really think about it. But go ahead. Perhaps. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> actually, mm, no, I, I would I would contest no, that. That's, that's I bad, like it, I like sunshine. It's a bad actually, game, but, but it's yeah, I like it, too. But it's uh, a bad game. You, I don't think it's a bad game. I don't want to No, see. OK, yeah. time out. Big time out. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm going to totally interrupt you here. No, Super Mario Sunshine is a good game mm-hmm. in the, the mechanical sense. It is a Mario game that is good. It's not the best. It's not the most interesting. It's not particularly groundbreaking, but they did a weird thing. And it's a question. Mario game. Yes. When's the last time you played it? Mario Sunshine? Yeah. Um, three months ago. Sure. Oh, okay. Well, then you would know. I was gonna, <laughs> um, I've been watching... Just, uh, so Giant Bomb has been janky. doing this like, weird uh, like, like pass-the-controller game thing with Sunshine, where they like every time mm-hmm. they earn a shine, they will... like Someone else has to play the next exactly, level. Exactly, yeah. And every time they die, they yeah. pass the controller. Um, which is cool. It's like a fun show, but like three-fourths of the crew hasn't played it in a very long time and the nature of that series means that you don't get familiar with it so there's tons of like camera controls of that game that are really obtrusive oh, yeah. and like it it automatically yeah, I, recenters I would call these yeah anyway gamecube foibles yeah. which which are fair yeah. but my my main point is okay so i like sunshine it's not a perfect game but i'd say that it's a pretty good totally. game yeah a game that is has a similar almost perfect analog to this because say sonic adventure 2 this is a game that uh, is a yeah. bad game by all objective measures, uh-huh. but people still like. Yeah. Yeah. But from a technical, mechanical, every, everything that makes a game a game and say not a movie, I would say that Mario Sunshine succeeds just fine. Yeah. It is an acceptable game. Granted, it's the safest thing in the world, and spraying all that stuff down is boring as hell, but it's not a bad game. There's some bullshit. Uh, have you, you remember the lily pad secret um, shine? Yeah. <laughs> Getting to it. With Yoshi yeah. and the boats, it's, it's fucking and then the also getting the red coins on the river. Anyway, it's bad. Like I said, <laughs> okay, sorry. Odyssey is not bad. Yeah, Odyssey. No, sounds good. It's cool. Uh, I really just like. I I don't really like saying, oh, I love being in the world, but like I do just like playing it. And you pick it up, you get a moon, you feel good about yourself, and maybe you get a couple more moons, and it's the switch. So you put it down, put it in your bag, go somewhere, pick it back up later. Like everything it's what these games are supposed to be yeah, yeah everything about it is just so amplified by the fact that like i can play it at my, at my convenience so much more than i would be able to play the other game that i'm playing for example destiny 2 uh <laughs> like i just pull out your switch and oh wait yeah pull out my <laughs> pull out my bin pc and plug it into the wall and bring it pull out my monitor which <laughs> is in my other pocket and my did you bring your desk uh yes that was in my oh, perfect that was in my pants whoa right just stuffed right next to down each pant leg. Yeah, his dick is the desk. <laughs> so Th- thanks, Justin. I, I I like it a lot. Uh, it's not like yeah, it's not reinventing Mario, but it, it's it's just refining Mario in a really great way. And like I gave it to a, a coworker of mine um, last weekend while I was like between working a, a, an event or something, 
Um, and she hadn't played Mario since 64, and I just gave it to her and said, here you go, like, play for a little bit. And she got to, got me two moons, like, immediately and, like, picked up the controls <laughs> like it was nothing. And it was really, like, cool watching her just love this game to the point that, like, I kind of needed to walk away because I was like, I, w- I want to play it now. Yeah. And so Give it back. Yeah, no, so that was, it was really, like, I enjoyed that moment. And I think she really enjoyed that moment. But in general, it's, just, a, it's just a lot of fun. Can I ask a question? Having, you just having not touched it at all, I'm going to ask another oh. one. Can I ask a question that is then followed up by this next one? Yes. <clears throat> um, <laughs> it's important. I tell you to edit it out, but I'm not going to no, do that. Um, I don't do that much editing. Leave it. <laughs> Perfect. Ah, oh, it's my hero. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So... The only thing that throws me off about this is like because everything else looks great um, and all the power switching and stuff, but the the photorealistic models, the ones that are like people, yeah, like the Dreamcast ass New Donk City bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, one, how prevalent is that? And it's okay if it's a lot. This will not change my opinion yeah. of the game. I will get it when I get a Switch because I just I like Mario shit. I have yeah, no problem. I love Mario Galaxy shit. Galaxy million times over. Yeah, it's good, man. It's just mm. Give me that. Um, how prevalent is that? And how much of it would you say distracts from the... Because like a Mario game has an aesthetic to it that yeah. is... It's always very, very self-contained and it looks very much like itself. You know, like yeah. the only time Mario's ever broken out of his visual mold is like in Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that game is literally just has like Final Fantasy enemies that don't make any sense and stuff like that because that's what that game uh-huh. is. But like Paper Mario looks like Paper Mario. Uh, 2D Mario looks like 2D Mario. You know, they they all have this very consistent visual style that's very safe and, and to the point when you get this thing where it's like, yeah, goofy tiny plumber in his underwear wearing a cowboy hat standing next to businessmen mm-hmm. in the Yakuza district. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, is that jarring or does it actually feel like it makes sense? Just because I've only seen screenshots that give me no context. Yeah, so I can say that I haven't actually made it to New Donk City yet, but I have met a man from New Donk City. And... Hmm. Uh, I think it fits better than you think because each world is so stylized and each world has like a very distinct theme to it that when you see these people, like they look pretty goofy, but they, they sort of fit in that broader context of, um, of like all the different themes in the game, partially because you don't have to spend a lot of time in each world before you get enough moons to continue to the next one. And so it's kind of like you, you do like, 15 to 20 tasks in one in one zone and then you get you power up your ship and then you fly to the next zone and so i think new donk city is going to feel pretty great um and i think it's going to look pretty fun like just in general like it it seems it it seems like it's going to fit just as much as like the sand world fits with the little like mariachi skeletons that are wandering around that are fucking adorable Okay, I really, that's very comforting to hear because it's like when you see those things next to each other on a screenshot, it's like, that's very jarring. Yeah. That doesn't look right. But it, it feels like it sounds like it, they ease you into it in a way that makes sense. And then there's a New yeah. Donk City guy that's just in that sand world that like he's just, his cab got like, just kicking got it. like broken and he was like, ah, oh, I'm stuck here. Damn it. And like, it's he just got donk, son. Yeah. yeah it, it's funny how he just sort of like fits right in and he looks pretty weird next to like the little skeletons, but the, the game in general just sort of looks really good despite it being very photorealistic and that's a that's a people and that's a mario <laughs> dim some persons and demario's happening i mean there's no rock hawk but mm-hmm. but i will say like you might be leaving out um a really important uh game with mario in it that that did delve into a, a little like weird styles and uh have either of the two if you played mario is missing i have not oh is that the where he plays Luigi. It's a DS game, right? Oh, it's a, he it's plays a Luigi? SNES game. Snap. 
Oh, the educational game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's fucking wandering around all those like cities and stuff. Yeah. And it's like it's laid out like a Shantae game actually because there's like those four like you oh, go whoa. up and down streets and stuff. Yeah. It's super weird and it's in like a kind of educational trivia game it's where you learn trivia. about geography. And you like go to Rome and like Berlin and Athens and just yeah, you're in the. It's like a Carmen San Diego game. Yeah. Speaking of games where you go to multiple destinations, is that a good one, guys? That's that's a good segue. Yeah, right? Cool. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, Destiny Two, Brian. Destiny, yes. Destiny 2 is really cool. Uh, yeah. pl- I've been waiting to play it on PC, and I'm now playing it with a group of, I would say, six to seven friends, and we're, we have our own little clan. Um, it's pretty amazing. I can hardly ever get a group of, like, two. They've all, they've <laughs> already already yeah, surpassed me, and they... Four is like a... That's a party. Yeah. Yeah. They raided last night. I don't know how it went, but... Um, Damn. Yeah. Like, they're, they're kind of doing it, and uh, I work eight hours a day, so... Um, yeah don't do that as much but that's okay um i'm level 15 14 i think and have done most of the story missions i've talked to, I've, I've kind of rallied the the three uh awesome people zavala and mm-hmm. uh, Cade and Cade the other and dude Ikora. Yeah. yeah so i have them rallied together i didn't realize the story was so um concise compared to what i played of destiny one and i really like that yeah. Um, I, from what I've heard about it and kind of the, the impressions that I put together is it sort of feels a lot like like similar like thematically to or almost to the idea of the ideas Mass Effect 2 was trying to convey where you were kind of I'm cool with that. Yeah, where you were like kind of building up your your party. <laughs> Worst games to copy. Yeah, definitely. You're like building up your squad of like elite people who are going to like mm-hmm. help you fight back against this like horrible threat and so like that's kind of like you don't build a dossier of like squad members but you save the three uh like leaders of the of the different classes and yeah it's a lot of fun like the, yeah. the game is really good the shooter like the pc it just feels great on pc like it feels like it was developed on pc mm-hmm. uh, so i love that i mean it's bungie it's yeah. bungie and it's their first time so that's which it's oh you take that fucking back for someone anyone that was developing oh, marathon, marathon is like that was, on Mac? No. that was on Mac. Halo PC, Halo Vista. I yeah, think that true. they didn't do those, though. I think that was Gearbox. I think you're right, they Brian. They ported it. Yeah. They're, dude, Bungie's, Bungie's PC developers. But, they're, they're P- Oni? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I have a question for you, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, actually, first I want to say that, like, it's a pretty amazing how much praise we give Destiny 2 for having, like, a competent campaign when you compare it to Destiny 1. Like... <laughs> Like it's pretty yeah. amazing that that you the, the, that you're the, the praises there is one yeah that there is one but also I remember some of the early hype being like dude there are like NPCs in the world with you it's and crazy you. it's like and they talk to you There's what characters. what um you're, you're, yeah you're, someone voice acted this game your it wasn't Yuri Lowenthal yeah <laughs> um so I was curious also um are you playing with people that never played the first one on PC yes, I mean obviously it wasn't on PC but like you, none of you all ever played the first one. Yeah. Uh, no, my friend Che has actually played through the first one. I don't think he did any okay. game content, but um, majority of us actually play the game. Um, cool. So how are they finding it? Uh, are they like? Are they like being pedantic and being all like, "Oh, is WoW did this way better?" That sort of thing. Not, not really. Damn. Uh, throwing the yeah. Oof. You can't really oh, sorry, compare that WoW's was, story that was and Destiny. <laughs> no, no, that's the only W you can toss. That's actually an L. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was gonna. Well, I was not gonna compare honestly to the storytelling in a lot of ways because the story is 
stories through WoW are told through like quest dialogue and like text. Yeah. Um, it seems more Borderlandsy in its storytelling, like not yeah. in its tone, but like in the way that it does story stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, I did actually hear one of them say like, "Oh man, like I wouldn't have paid sixty dollars for this." Like, and I I don't quite understand that because it's like been less, it's out for less than a week, and yeah. uh, I think hitting level twenty so quickly makes it feel like the game is like over, even no. though we all like like play an, an MMO that has like is really really rich in end game content. So I don't quite get where they're going from with that. And there were, and, and there were, my friend was also like not really stoked about the story. And I think part of that is also understanding that the story isn't over. The story is going to continue through the DLC. Like, yeah. And have they played a lot of MMOs before? Oh yeah. We all play a lot of world of Warcraft together. Okay. I, I guess non wow MMOs. Um, cause like, yeah. I feel like wow is a thing that's like, you're kind of almost groomed into. And if you like say, dip out into uh, like Elder Scrolls Online mm. or uh, uh, Old Republic. That was one I played a lot. Yeah. And it was like, you know, if, like going into WoW after playing Old Republic, it was kind of like, it made WoW almost feel cheap by comparison huh. because all of the money, just disgusting amounts of money that Bioware poured into voice acting and writing like, yeah. yeah, cool. There's eight different stories that are all fully voice acted and they all run like mini versions of tiny Bioware games. Yeah, I... I remember really wanting to play that and, and not getting around to it. I play, I've mostly just played WoW. My friends played a lot of Guild Wars 2 and um, uh, kind of dabbled in other okay. MMOs as well. They had a they had a moment where they all played the, the game Arcage for like uh, a quarter, like, like all of Fall Quarter. like two and a half months. Yep, yeah. and then a lot of like pay to win like stuff kind of surfaced in that. And uh, whenever you say Arcage in front of my group of friends, they all want to take a shot together sort of in remembrance <laughs> pour one out for yeah the, the game that was meant to be no it's the same thing happened with tara i had a bunch of other free to play i don't know it seems like unless you put the money in a game that's you know 600 hours long just I, you gotta pay somewhere yeah. and you're either paying with a subscription or the game is 60 bucks or it has really expensive expansion packs and they all gotta do it somehow and it's like yeah. everybody wants to be wow but the only reason that wow did it first and right at the same time yeah so it's like, I don't know, yeah. unrealistic. I appreciate that lots of people try different stuff with those, though. Yeah. And it seems like Destiny's trying to go more of like a, no, it should feel good to play. It shouldn't yeah. feel like you're playing an MMO where it's like, cool, I got to sit here for 20 minutes while my character automatically animates toward an enemy. Right. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it, the, we're in that weird phase now. I'm glad that PC players are playing it for the first time. But like people are complaining that there isn't enough endgame content when you played for like probably 60 to 100 hours you know like yeah. you've, you've got Fucking your fill MMO, out of this game what do you expect yeah so like just come back in a couple months there'll be new stuff to do they're constantly like yeah so these games work yeah you, you play them to completion you get maxed and then you dip out for a while and you come back yeah, yeah. anyway uh brian or mikey and i had a, a one-on-one about destiny 2 when brian was out a couple weeks ago so this is a good uh, it was a good episode i listened to it thank you um charlie talk to me about uh what you've been playing Oh okay, um, I'll be I'll be swift, swift and fast. Thank you. Um, I've been playing Hat in Time, mm-hmm. uh, the game that Super Mario Odyssey ripped off of. Yeah, um, oh, interesting. Thank you for finally calling uh, yeah. out Nintendo for their sins. Yeah. We're we're doing Nintendo, big Nintendo, trying yeah. to trying to get down on you. This game looks it's very an, cute. It's, it's the most adorable fucking thing I've ever played in my entire life, and like where it's effortless, right? Like a game that tries to be cute, it just kind of it grates on you, and you're kind of like, all right, and you're eye rolling yourself the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was. 100% charmed and ensnared for this game for the, I guess I put, what is it? I complete, I 100%ed it, I got everything. 
in 13 hours. Wow. So a Mario game is usually a lot longer. Mm -hmm. Um, Like if you think about... uh, A lot of these games have way too many collectibles, and that's actually what I thought was interesting is the dev that was talking about. He's like, yeah, Donkey Kong 64 kind of poisoned this genre because it was like 40 hours of infinite collectibles that all have crazy, stupid rules to them that just aren't... They stop being fun. And so we wanted to make a game that was fun to play, like just to control and use, and was like... But had the progression that made sense for these kinds of games. So it's like... I don't know, if you carved out, like, Galaxy's pretty long. It's like 120 stars, I think, in, in Galaxy and Galaxy 2. They're, they're they're pretty long games. It's like half that, maybe yeah. a little less. So it's way faster, which is why it's like 30 bucks. Hmm. Um, but it just, it, it snapped into me, and I didn't stop playing nice. it for, from the second I bought it to the second I finished it. Um, it's written extremely well. The voice acting is fantastic. Um, if you don't like voice acting, they have a mumble mode huh. that you can turn on that like, just like, cool. If you feel more comfortable of it, just being like, <laughs> yeah, like the, you can totally have very self-aware. Or, uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Like Banjo. Yeah. Exactly. They're like, yeah, you know, people sometimes find voice acting grading in these games cause you replay stuff and you hear things over and over again. So it's like, why would you always want to hear that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that game was incredibly inventive. Um, Ooh, Rosie's playing Cuphead. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I, I like, I'm just like clicking through my steam library and just like double clicked it for some reason (laughs) fuck Um, (laughs) i'm playing this really weird trippy like blade runner meets mech warrior game called brigador um that's got some awesome it's super dope it's very fast it's like an isometric top down looks kind of like starcraft yeah kind of thing but it's a it's a mech game and it's hard i'm bad at it it's really fun um but i'm bad at it um, it's got a little bit of jank to it. I think the, the the one that's out now is called Up Armored Edition, so mm-hmm. it's like a little more polished than the original one. It's cheap. Uh, I think I got it in a Humble Bundle. I was like, well, that looks cool. I'll try that. And it's just like, it's super entrancing, the same way that like Hotline Miami is entrancing. Oh, yeah. You're just kind of like, you're getting a groove and the music's good. And you're like, fuck, all right, I'll just do a couple missions of this. And they're all fast. Yeah. Um, I've been inching my way through <laughs> Witcher 3, which that game is not good for me. <laughs> Why? Wow. I, I have a really bad... Co- Okay, so I have a completionist streak. Oh, no. Every time I play Assassin's Creed, it's like I have to clear the map of all icons. Ubisoft gets me real bad, and it doesn't, like, Far Cry, they can't get me because it's first person, and I don't really care about it, but if it's a third-person action Mm -hmm. game with shit on a map, and the stuff is good enough, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So Witcher 3 has been clawing away at my life, and so I I try and do it in chunks rather than get too enveloped in it because it just takes forever to get anywhere in those games. Mm -hmm. Um, I beat two, really, really liked it. Um, I read about one rather than playing it because I played it for a while. I just the, the combat was cool. I liked the stance switching and stuff, mm-hmm. but I just didn't have the time to dump into it, especially the amount of alchemy stuff. Don't care about potions. Don't care about crafting. Okay. I think crafting's the worst thing ever. Run right in there. Yeah, fuck crafting. Just let me let me play the game and be good at it, uh, which is why I actually appreciate the Soul series a lot. I'm very, very bad at the Souls games, but I like that it's not about crafting and having perfect combinations of random items that you don't understand it's just kind of like nope get in there learn how to do it good if your numbers aren't good enough go and practice get your numbers up then do it again because you will get there i i feel like uh their um importance of like stats and weapons is incorrectly attributed or people like put more weight on the importance of stats in dark souls than there actually exists in those games oh totally i i, I agree 100 percent. because people, like think if you're if your stats are not optimal then you yeah. are playing incorrectly it's like no you can you can actually kind of fuck your way through yeah. pretty much anything and if you need i to. didn't learn until the very end of bloodborne that i was playing with so i kind of thought that the weapons all started at like the same base power and if you upgraded them it was just more about like what the style that you preferred Ooh. uh yeah so I, and they're I, not. No, they're not. I mean, I, I learned this the hard way. I, but the game is designed such that it almost doesn't matter. Right. 
I, I, I played through the entire game with a threaded cane because it was like the most fucking badass thing in the world. <laughs> it's fucking rad as hell. And yeah, I like didn't want to switch. It's one. Yeah, it is. You, you have a choice between three and I picked the one that's like the coolest. And you never and, changed uh, your weapon out. No, because I was like, I was investing so much on leveling up this weapon that I assumed that if I started with a new a weapon, it would, it would be lowering the power, which so you, I learned yeah. is not true. But to the larger point is it doesn't <laughs> really matter because awesome. I still like made my way through the game. That's you know? a good fucking story. Yeah, it's not bad. No, and I, I yeah, I, I'm in the same camp of like, if I like the way a thing plays, why would I pick a different? Like, yeah, I don't know. You, yeah, you can level up your magic in the Souls games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the worst way to play. Oh, it. it's pointless in Bloodborne too. Yeah. yeah. What? Um, so, what did you beat the game with? The rusty sword. No, the threaded oh, no, cane. But like, you didn't want to use the like the not rusty sword you found five levels later. No. What about the like magical sword? The no, thread- like. No, I use the threaded no, no, cane the entire time. And in, in, in Bloodborne, you get um. I'm there's like tons put of stuff into the weapons. Yeah, they get like so many. You can get like a giant wheel. Uh, you can get um. Yeah, the fucking the wheel is so. Well, cool. are there multiple like types of threaded canes that do the same? Oh, thing? Oh no, 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 no! Sorry, there's oh, one shit. threaded cane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but there's like bat claws. I think there's like weird dual knife, like butterfly knife sort of things, and. Like tons of cool stuff for a high dex character like I play, but I just uh I don't know. Stuck with right the, that the one. Yeah, you yeah. You click with what I, I I get that and I, I see that appeal a lot. Yeah. Um it's the same reason that I had problems with Breath of the Wild. I said it's like, nope, gotta keep replacing weapons yeah. and it's like I just I wanna use a one handed sword and a good yeah. shield. Can I just okay, Can I just please do that? Not. Yeah. No, I guess not. All right. I hope that I hope um, that feature like disappears in the next iterations of Zelda. I hope that you can kinda like yeah, I think that was probably the that other than the lack of story in Breath of the Wild, both of those things I think are the two most divisive parts about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I think I, I'm glad that they tried it because it's just something that makes it seem like a different game. But yeah, not my favorite. The uh, the lack um, of story in Breath of the Wild is actually like what makes me feel okay with not coming back to it. You know? Yeah, because like, it's like, I got I mean, my fill, get, and you know. Now if you, oh, and when you get to the end, you get to the end, and it's yeah. it's what you think is going to happen. Now, if you ask uh, my friends, they'll say there's so much keyboy. Oh, whatever. They can fuck off. <laughs> if listen, if a character isn't saying it to me in gibberish text, then I don't believe it. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, The Witcher uh, Three is a problem because there's too much to do. Yeah, it's way too much to do. Um, I like it a lot, and I like how every little thing that you do is actually an hour and a half long side quest. Yeah, it's like, yeah. all right, fair enough. You guys just dumped hours into this game. It has what an idea I had. Um, so every game depending on where you develop it has a different kind of jank to it mm-hmm. um so a, a western developed game has a kind of western jank which usually involves a lot of railroading and bumping into invisible walls and stuff you'll see this a lot in dead space 3 roads when you get there eventually um there'll be a lot of things where you feel like you're kind of getting railroaded onto stuff um assassin's creed games do this pretty bad too mm-hmm. then there's like japanese jank which is like what happens in uh, a game like god hand or mm. um uh, let it die stuff like that where yeah. it's like it, it feels really good to play, but you're looking at it, you're like, this thing's falling apart at the seams while I'm yeah. playing it. It feels good, but it's falling apart. Even like some but parts Witcher, of Nier, I felt like that. Yeah, exactly. Automata. Exactly, because it's yeah. a platinum game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, you're automatic. It's like, cool, this feels flashy and stylish and over the top, and then you get to like a platforming section. You're like, this doesn't quite mm-hmm. <laughs> do yeah. what it's supposed to. Yep. Um, and there's very minimal, like a Nintendo game won't have a ton of that because that game is, they Polish test the hell out of them. But Witcher 3 has what I like to call Eurojank. Mm. Um, the Metro games have it too. It's just this weird thing that's like it's close to a Western game. Very, very close to a, a standard Western developed like American game. It's hyper polished and over the top. But because they don't put up the invisible wall type stuff, you get stuck in things and blasted all over the map. Just goofy uh, shit. It's happens. the same thing with like Assassin's Creed. 
sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the the French developed one. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything that has any of the outside teams working on it, it just has weird Euro jank, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. It's endearing. Yeah. I've uh, been playing Fortnite, which is a really fun game. Basically, I'm using it as a supplant for PUBG. Uh, it doesn't cost anything, but offers the same experience, which I appreciate. It's funny. It's it, like. <laughs> It's made by Epic, so it's like has tons of money behind it. Yeah, and they're just like, well, fuck, we can just we can slap PUBG together on nothing, and it'll right. be equally fun. Yeah, which is weird and shocking, but fine. I appreciate it. I think I have more fun with it because it's faster. Yeah, I think they offer very similar experiences, but one is slower, methodical, more tactical. But I play it to play it in rapid bursts with a bunch of people to try different stuff every time. Cool. Yeah, and that's why Fortnite works. Yeah, Fortnite feels uh, that battle royale mode felt a little like arcadey, which is cool. Totally, yeah. it's arcadey as hell. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, to me, that's the appeal, but I understand why people are like, no, I want, yeah, like, yeah. the survival or whatever. What, what? And I've been playing Total Warhammer 2. Not my cup of tea. I've been playing a lot with friends, though. Mm. I'm not really a big, uh, any kind of uh, time strategy, real or or, or uh, uh, turn-based. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm bad at all of them, but I like it because I like Warhammer. It's fun. I'll try yeah. whatever they have. For sure. Cool. Um, yeah. Let's, let's, blow through the news if we can we'll just like touch on everything speaking of PUBG, uh they've confirmed that 1.0 will will come in late december they they're pushing it back as is is uh as far as it can (laughs) before the end of the year um yeah and they also yeah i'm curious like you know what like what is going to make this game 1.0 like what is the big is it going to be a big reveal no i mean maybe they'll launch with the like the the vaulting stuff is going to come in November, yeah. and then that's what they said anyway. You got vaulting. Uh, I bet you we we get a map. We'll probably get a map in November, and then they'll just they'll literally just flip a switch. Like it's mm-hmm. going to keep. They're going to keep developing it. They just need to stay true to what they said. You know, like about it being 1.0 by the end of the year. Um, yeah, and then I I did not get a chance to play PUBG at PAX on on the Xbox, but. Um, I'm really curious, like, you know, how that's, I guess, going to well, feel. It was running on a uh, PC at, was it? at PAX. Yeah, well, that's that's enough. what Jeff Gersman was saying. Huh. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. I don't know. PUBG's PUBG's PUBG. I, I like it. I haven't felt the urge to play it much lately, but um, I'm... Because you haven't been playing with me. That's true. I haven't been playing and Evan. with you. Yeah. And Evan. What was our... I forget what he called the, what he called the squad. I forgot, too. Yeah. It's a good squad. Yeah. Um, speaking of PUBG again, it's coming to Xbox Ooh. Games preview. Uh, their yeah. early access equivalent. No, uh, it's got a date for December 12th. So yeah. 1.0 isn't launching am, on Xbox, but it will come into early access on December 12th. Can I just yeah. offer my sincerest shock and awe that that's happening at all? Yeah. It's pretty crazy, right? It's well, like a play PlayStation. I get it. PlayStation's like, fuck it, throw your demos up there, whatever. Your yeah. busted janky pieces of nightmare, it'll work. But like, Microsoft is so nut. Like, I think more games have been delayed because of their their uh, the Xbox Gold cert than anything else ever. I've heard it's pretty rough. Hmm. Um, I remember and Steve Gaynor talked a little bit of to that to us about that at that uh, drink and draw Mike and I, Mikey and I went to. Um, oh, yeah, wow. it was just like yes, yeah, fucking cert. <laughs> Yeah, and Microsoft cert is like I think a six month turnaround. Wow. So it's like you submit, game gets a six month delay if it doesn't pass cert. So people wait a really long time to submit to Xbox cert mm. because they're so meticulous about how it has to go through. Which is why, like you know, an Xbox build of a game will usually be the most stable, but it's also the most late. Yeah, Ooh. 
which is why Microsoft is like, we're just going to buy Minecraft and make that work for our thing <laughs> sure. rather than wait for you guys to yeah. submit. So to all of that, it's pretty wild that they even have a, that program. Like, Oh, totally. Because yeah. like Microsoft or uh, Minecraft is uh, just a <laughs> yeah. janky Java-based crazy. Yeah. The yeah. fact that that thing runs at all is crazy. But. Yep. It's also uh, Paris Games Week and PlayStation decided mm. to bring the like relatively big guns for something like this. Unearthing um, the plane. Unearth some mm. stuff. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I, I workshop and it will come back. So they uh they had a I don't deep, know, these like these like indie Did you guys watch video? any of these streams? Yeah, I watched Yeah, there was a bunch of VR shit that was cool. I don't know, I feel opposite about the VR shit. But I'm not into VR. I, the uh, it's, okay, yeah. it's, I'm mostly just happy they're making more VR sure. stuff. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, because it's it, like it felt like they abandoned it for like six months, mm -hmm. and people like because nobody had one. Yeah, like, no, but they're cool. Yeah, so hopefully it, you know revives that interest in in VR. Um, but anyway, I, I we picked out some of the highlights, and we don't have to go too and in, into this. But uh, Splunky Two got announced. I demand analysis. I, I remember uh, playing Splunky uh, back in the day, on, like 2008 on PC, the, the like, Flash version, the, the original. Yeah, like the the pixely one. I mean, that shit mm -hmm. was that was. I really enjoyed it then, and now like the new one, like the art's like unique, but like Spooky didn't capture me the second time around that I played it. Wow! Uh, but this is awesome. Like, I think Spooky. I'm in a room of Spooky haters. I'm not a hater. I just like I had my moment. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I'm not a hater. <laughs> when I wrote down Spooky two, you were like, "This doesn't need to exist." Oh yeah. I just, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. That's a hater. That is a hater thing <laughs> pretty, to say. Yeah. I'm not an actual hater, but to me, it's like. It's bad. I'm sure it's better than NAC two, but I file it next to NAC two in terms of like it's like I yeah. Anyway, I'm like I'm sure it's fine. Uh, David baby. Cage. That, David Cage decided to um, put together a trailer for Detroit oh, I'm Beyond Human. So glad, dude. Um, yeah, and, David Cage, I love you. Um, tell, me, tell me more, Charlie. <laughs> oh my god, I mm, okay. So I have a history with David Cage games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So most people when they Play, they're like, oh yeah, David Cage, Heavy Rain, right? Yeah, you played. Yeah, you played Fahrenheit, whatever. Yeah, I did. Uh, no, I I did play Fahrenheit. I played Omicron, the Nomad Soul, oh, starring David Bowie. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That. that game is the most fucked up piece of shit I've ever. It's. Ugh. I, Omicron. Not worth discussing. Omicron, the Nomad Soul. Okay. Um, it was on Dreamcast and PC. Wow. It's it was his first game, his first foray into this. It plays like the it's it has uh, first person shooters, mm. uh, 3D two uh, one on one fighting, so like like Tekken, like that kind of thing. Yeah, um, and then full on just full blown adventure game elements. There's a hint system that takes away uh, saves. So you in order to save the game, you have to have save rings. And if you use the hint system, it takes away save rings. So you can't save the game if you ask for too many hints, and they never tell you. Oh my oh, god! Oh, it's on Steam. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, we should do a <laughs> let's play or something. Yeah, if you want, if you want, you want some pain. That's some fucking pain. That is that is proto cage at his worst. Yeah. Um, everything kind of gets a little better. It's equally incomprehensible and yeah. ludicrous as all of his stories are. Heavy Rain works once. Yeah, I like that's heavy the rain. worst part. Heavy Rain works once. Heavy Rain was yeah, yeah. and you play it again. You're like, oh, this game's mm, a piece of shit. Dion, Damn it. Dion, Dion Souls Prophecy was, was was all right. Like I liked that game a lot. Eh. <laughs> That game falls. It falls don't, apart. Don't play it now. It falls. Keep apart. your good memories. Yeah. Keep keep the fact that you had fun. Yeah, I will. Just yeah. just hold on to that deep. That you deserve that. You've earned that because you went through that whole game. That, yeah. Um, Beyond Two Souls is a fucking disaster. Yeah. Uh, I'm caught in this uh, thing uh, where 
I, I showed Grace heavy rain pretty early on in our relationship, and and now we play every, every David Cage game. <laughs> like you should, you should. Uh, it's a bonding experience. You understand what yeah. how art equals suffering. Yeah. So anyway, not not with, for the artist. With, with this Beyond game, he the trailer <laughs> showcased a no. It's called Beyond Detroit. No wait, it's or, called Detroit. Sorry, Two yeah, 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 yeah. Detroit, Detroit Beyond, Beyond Human. Beyond Human Prophecy. Is that what it's called? Is that actually what it's called? Heavy Detroit. That sounds right. Heavy I know it's, Detroit. It's called, it's called Detroit colon Beyond Human. So I they think. use Beyond become in the title human? again? Become Human. It is unrelated. Oh, it's Become in Human. The, You're, okay. Become Human. So that, that apartment they walk into, yeah, is, that first one they open, it is it's his Ethan's house. house. It's Ethan's house. Yes. Fucking. No way. <sighs> Basically, do you think that do you think Quantic Dream has like a blueprint? Yes. In, uh, this is fucking American like, house. This is America yeah. house. Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Wait. Well, okay. <laughs> the, the house in the in the trailer we just saw is yeah. the same house from Heavy Rain. Ba- basically. Yes and no. It's yeah. the layout is identical. Wow. It's more dilapidated. It's futuristic, but the the way that it's set up is the same. And yeah. I can't wait till he has the same apartment that every girl lives in mm-hmm. and wears white tank tops and white underwear and in then goes shower? in the shower. Yes. And then yes. he dances with them and I deleted the scene. We have not talked about the trailer yet. There's child um, abuse in the trailer, and it sucks ass. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's a weird... It, okay, watch the trailer. It's got child Did abuse. Did you know that humans were the bad guys all along? Oh, that sounds like The Last of Us. Um, it has the emotional complexity of Overwatch's comics. Yeah, and it's it's also doing what Nira Automata did way better, which is like, what if yeah. what if Android human... Um, <laughs> but like what, what's really big question me, uh, thank you Tara. aside from like the um like like pr- kind of problematic stuff with the trailer and you know he's deciding to like take no stance and like just say things like i'm just asking what questions um <laughs> like literally in this Eurogamer article that like he's quoted yeah. in no that's totally right that is david but i'm just asking the questions yeah. what if what this, if i am a hack this you game is talk like, about this so I'm asking questions this game he says like <laughs> this game isn't about child abuse and it's like well if you like highlight Why are you using a, all these children if, in this if, game if there's a trailer that features it as like a thing that you can do to intervene and protect like whatever is it, child abuse allowed to be flavor text like <laughs> exactly thank you yeah it's just fucking dumb let's move on uh it's a bloodborne item description <laughs> this uh, is the sword of many abused children and it's like uh, but wait, uh, what uh it, it, sucker it, punch it. announced their new game yeah yeah called it ghost, looks red. ghost of tsushima yeah um we don't know much about it but it's about samurai and the logo looks weirdly futuristic so i'm wondering if there's like some sort of That's assassin's creed ish I'm cool with I. Yeah, I'd be cool with it. Assassin's Creed dropped the ball on that, and I know that they kind of abandoned it as just being like, "All right, fuck it, we couldn't make the story come together, whatever." Like yeah. I was interested in that though, so if they can do a cool thing that's like future story with past elements, I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm super. I'm sure. cool with that. Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us trailer. I didn't subtle. care for it that much. It was like it was as subtle as getting your arm broken with a with a hammer. They fucking Ooh. showed it. Um, Ooh. Ooh. I mean, yeah. So Charlie, kind of, go ahead. What? Uh, so yeah, it was a trailer of uh, I guess a bunch of really mad evil people hurting each other, and like there was just like one group I guess called the Demons or something that broke a lady's arm in the in the trailer. Like just like it was some Walking Dead like violence shit where like violence you know, for the sake of violence. Well, yeah, like you know, there's like the Negan like, scene. That looks the like it hurt. Yeah, yeah, the Negan scene at the beginning of season seven where it's like this is just here to to for shock value or something like. Um, other folks have talked talked it to death about how like is like you're going to really use this scene to to demonstrate your game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, no context. 
Yeah, exactly. That, it, like, it, these are characters that we are not familiar with. Like, we know the world is bad already, and we it, know that humans suck. It feels suck. like a lack of confidence, yeah. which is unfortunate because it's like, it's Naughty Dog. E- yeah. Even even without, um, God, I'm sorry, I forget her name. Amy Hennig. The, Amy Hennig. Amy Hennig. Yeah, even without Amy Hennig being there, it's like, Naughty Dog, before she was there, like, they, they yeah. know how to make stories go. Well, this team in particular with Druckmann, like, has yeah. a track record for doing good stuff um they could ju- oh, just so just do it right you yeah. don't have to you don't have to like make me want to throw up to be like all right i'll buy your game god oh. uh, can't wait um uh, i'm continu- i like the I'm- religious stuff that's cool yeah I, that's not a like that's yeah. a i like the idea of post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic religious culture interesting to me mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i don't like that they're going back to joey and ellie man joel and ellie me neither yeah uh yeah, anthology, like you said, with Stranger Things, I'd love a Last of Us game that had different people. Totally. Yeah, and only different people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that. I mean, that raises a question. Like, I don't want to spoil Last of Us, but like, the 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 people in the Last of Us, like, it felt very final. Like, just based on the nature yeah. of who they are. Um, so let them, you know, I don't, just let the series die. It's fine. What's the Left for Dead problem, right? Yeah. Uh, which smaller version of the same thing, but it's like you lose a character in the original Left for Dead cast in the bridging campaign between the first and second game, mm-hmm. and then it's like they give you a, a reason to care about the next set of characters, yeah. despite them being very different and unrelated to the other characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they make them meet, and then a thing happens, which is cool. There, that should exist. Maybe maybe there should be some crossover thing where they change hands. But yeah. like the fact that it's going to be a Joel and Ellie story primarily is just kind of like, <sighs> is it? You I don't know, to. But I wonder if it won't be. I yeah, I'll bet. I'll I bet. hope not. I, I would have like the I, opening hour is like Joel slowly dying and then you just take over as Ellie. Yeah, I mean, that'd maybe, be kind of rad. But if it's a big lie and Ellie's the only character that's in it, yeah. right? Like it's like her, you know, what, she's going full Clementine, right? Yeah. She's, you know, cool with that. I'm down with it. Um, And then Shadow of the Colossus, I wasn't sold on this remake, but I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for, um, they showed off a trailer that kind of, um, Austin Walker has a great, uh, article and I think you talked about it on the on the Waypoint Radio podcast about just how it evokes a certain feel of playing that game and yeah. gives a little bit more confidence in this remake. That's good. Yeah. So I'm, it, I'm yeah, excited. Like, cause that, the, the whole point of that game is like the thing where you walk into the zone that you're supposed to be in and you look up and you're like, how the fuck am I supposed to yeah, deal with that? Yeah. Like that's that's what that game is entirely about. You're literally in the shadow of Colossi. Yeah. Hey, surprise. Yeah. Thanks, um, Team Ico. I think and I've kind of had enough with that game, though. I would agree. Like, I feel like it, you know, the the idea of it being a perfect game gets kind of beaten to death, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, it is, but you can only play a perfect game so many times yeah, before you're sick of it. Exactly. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I, I was, I don't know. I was mentioning this to Rose earlier. I was not particularly satisfied with the way that they did the HD remake on PS3. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so I, I think the art style stuff on this one is cool. I think it, it looks good. I like the way that they went stark. I know a lot of people might not everybody has different things where they're like no i want the blasted out bloom from the ps2 era where they have to hide models behind mm-hmm. bloom and shadows and stuff yeah. which is cool i get it they were really crafty and they made a really cool art design built around yeah. the fact that the playstation 2 couldn't do what they wanted it to yeah and the art style works it just boils down to does it control like it's supposed to yeah i i hope they make some tweaks to it to make it a little bit just more accessible i guess well, yeah, yeah yeah it's i think it's it's an obtuse game mm-hmm. uh, can i like yeah uh, sorry continue i just wanted to aside like i think it's really interesting that it that it's developed by blue point games and the other developer that we've been talking not talking like directly about but there's also a blue hole games that's doing PUBG. so um, lots, lots of, of blue, blue developers 
Yeah. Well, Blue Hole, I think Blue Hole is Chinese or Korean? One of the two. Yeah. Um, I they're the they're basically the guys that pay all the money for PUBG to happen. Mm-hmm. And then Blue Point is it's just a porting the house. The Euro- mm, they're the European team that did the the PS3 remaster that I'm not too hot on. So hopefully they listened to what the tiny niche of people that were complaining about the controls. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. I'll, I'll still pay for it because it's like it's, it's a good fucking game. Team Michael should have money to make more good games. Great. Last Guardian took too long. I hope they make something cool and shorter. Yeah. Listen to Charlie. He has too many characters. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, listen, I got 280, which means I get to talk for longer. It's true. Uh, Yoko Taro, the... Uh, wait, I'm reading this wrong. Well, I'm just going to say missing that he, Spider-Man. He, he wants to... I did skip Spider-Man, huh? Yeah. Back to it the looks like a cool spot. It looks like a Spider-Man game, and Black Spider-Man's in it, too. I was way more go. into this trailer uh, than I was the E3 gameplay, because I kind of know, I feel like, what Insomniac's going to provide gameplay-wise, but it was nice to see that this is just, like, also a very strongly narrative-driven game. Yeah. Which it sure. should be. It's a comic book game. It's a, yeah. It should be built around... Either A, just superpowers, or B, kick-ass story. It is interesting that uh, they're focusing on, like, uh, college-age Spider-Man. It's cool. Oh, also, you get to play as Mary Jane. That's cool. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, there's, like, playable Mary Jane stuff. Nice. Which, I don't know what the fuck that's going to be, but cool, I'm into it. Yep. Uh, Moving on. She's a detective. Maybe. Uh, An executive producer on Nier Automata says, Yoko Taro should make a Final Fantasy game. Which might get me interested in Final Fantasy. I, I doubt that Square uh, do, would ever I, like hand the keys over to Yokotaro. You know, but, you'd think that. You'd think that, but Dissidia exists. There are a lot of like dumb. Okay, it's true. There's a lot of <laughs> the, dumb Final Fantasy out there, isn't there? Uh, the biggest yourself. thing that's coming out with fun. Uh, it's all dumb, and that's yeah. okay. Final <laughs> Fantasy is fine. It's all fucking dumb. It's all very, um, very bad and dumb. The, the biggest game that's coming out for them is a VR fishing game. Oh yeah. yeah. So you know, it's Final Fantasy's dumb, and that's okay. Yeah. I it's a beautiful franchise just like kingdom hearts is also dumb but you can still be invested in it. you can still care about the fact that goofy died it's true he did die so sad yeah, yeah. gorge uh and then also he says that he sorry do you think Aerith died <laughs> yep. you were waiting all night to do this it's true i really actually didn't that was right now wow we were talking about this um yeah oh and then yogatar also said he wants to make an adult movie instead I, nobody actually knows what he means because it's in japanese so when people say adult that is like true everything it could have meant like a feature film for adults but know? he also asked for people to send him pictures of of 2b booty fan art That's so right. i yeah. you know it's yogatar man it's i what, i love what i appreciate about sweet him little weirdo to death is that booty, booty, unlike booty. kojima Unlike Kojima, who says, like, you'll be upset at your words and deeds when questioned about, like, <laughs> no, quiet. She wears no clothes because she's photosynthetic. Yeah. And it's like, uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. Yeah. Taro's just yeah. like... No, I've seen it. Nah, I like I've pretty seen ladies. i too. I know this works. Yeah. Uh, I just appreciate how Taro just up front. And he's just like, no, I like I like, I like like pretty women. And I like designing I like pretty drawing, women. I, I like drawing hot chicks in my games. Yep. And that's, that's the that. end. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. The girl, the, the main character in Dragon Guard 3... Uh, is is actually like hermaphroditic like that's oh. uh yeah but just out of nowhere mm-hmm. she is like swears up a storm doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks is interested in fucking people if they are hot to her and does not care if they aren't like it's just like 100 <laughs> percent is herself and that's why she's a cool character is because it's not like like usually when people do femme fatale right it's yeah. like oh she uses sex to get what she wants and in her case it's she's much more along the lines of like bayonetta where it's kind of like no this is a character who controls her sexuality 
as a part of themselves. Mm. And it's aggressive, but they are them. It's not, the viewer can't control it or hang on to it. Mm-hmm. Which to me, if you're going to make a fiction character that's like that, that's that's the difference between it being gross, baity, like whatever masturbatory fantasy versus a character that is sexual and that's okay. Yeah. Like quiet is creepy to me. The concept yeah, of quiet, quiet is, is weird yes. to me too. Fucking weird, flopping on the ground, rain dance thing. It's just like it's amazing how many oh, times okay. that was shared on Twitter to me. Like, it's <laughs> just like, oh, listen, it's mm, it's fine. Make your weird games. There's yeah. nothing normal about Metal Gear Solid, but yeah. don't don't try and pretend that. Come on, yeah. Whereas like Yokotaro is just like, no, this character is extremely sexual and is arguably abnormal in a lot of ways but mm-hmm. that's okay that's who they are yep. same with Bayonetta Bayonetta's a weirdo you you ever think in a million years you're gonna be able to keep Bayonetta down no way no you know what else you can't keep down mm. loot boxes on World Normandy <laughs> yeah I was gonna say <laughs> can't keep down Winston Churchill and three days oh. yeah um so I don't know where this feature or where this video came from or if it was like clip from someone's gameplay session or something but like right. a, a gif of just they dropped it. It's a video. You can watch it. Oh, boy. Uh, loot boxes dropping in the social space um, in Call of Duty World War II, which takes place on the beaches of Normandy. Um, Three days after the invasion. You know, like, when you're hanging out with your bros and you're waiting for the great loot box Air Force to drop six sick uh, tiger weapon skins for your, your Garand. Ugh. So it opened, like, the, the animation is, like, other people in the social space will see the <laughs> loot box around. drop in front of you and then they will see you looking at cards basically <laughs> yep it's wild okay it slams into the ground oh. and it explodes with a bunch of like car like Dust you know like overwatch yeah, these other yeah. yeah it Very blows up people overwatch. are looking at you uh, it's yeah. bad so i guess again yeah, i blame blizzard for all my problems yeah i i understand <laughs> that like it it's like why it's bad why like yeah but at the same time too i feel like oh every, i think it's pitch perfect it's call of duty that's the yeah, whole point yeah. every website every like journalist website like in that that reported on it in like you had a lot of these folks that are like saying this is bad are also a lot of the same folks who will say hey we we spent 150 bucks on hearthstone come look at the packs we opened or let us let's open 50 loot boxes together on, on stream so like there's clearly a market of people who want to watch other people open loot boxes and i yeah, totally i, I think there's a difference between like a a site that's owned by a media company that has money to blow on like loot boxes and stuff <laughs> yeah doing that for an audience loot boxes, not a big deal. yeah but you know we've talked I think a little it's also bit about logical it's like, that yeah. like activision would say if people want to watch this and if this might well, encourage and- them to buy it <laughs> that's what it actually well, it, is it, 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 yeah. i think it ties back to that microtransaction totally is. that they had where well, like the, the side note yeah that i think is important to this is that and i, I think people don't think about is that it's like you go to China, right? They have to publish the odds of drops because yeah. mm-hmm. it's gambling. That's right. what it is. Yeah. The, a, a rare situation in which the Chinese government is a little bit ahead of us in something. Yeah. Um, although less and less rare than previous years. Um, they don't have to publish that here. It's not considered gambling, even though it is. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's a public drop and people are showing the things that are happening oh, and it's like transparent... Cool. I'm I'm into that. The fact that it's set in a beach in World War II Normandy, where you're literally probably blasting "Hanging with the Boys" by Kenny Loggins off the Top Gun soundtrack, <laughs> um, not the most tasteful, perhaps. But I think we're beyond the point where we're giving reverence to World War II anymore. Yeah. Like Medal of Honor came out, COD Two came out, 
World War II has stopped being a, a reverent event, I guess. Yeah. And now, now it's ripe for games. I think because Battlefield One happened. Yeah. It was like cool. So World War One is safe. I guess World War Two is safe. Yeah. I think I see your point, but I don't even know if people are necessarily like complaining that it's tone deaf or that it's reverent. I think it's 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 tone deaf and irreverent in like a more it's, like openly transparent capitalistic mm-hmm. yeah like, it's, it's, i mean it's ostentatious and yeah gross. it's it's you're it's, literally flashing your drops yeah and then and then when you do pair it like it, it just sort of accentuates the the weird tone deafness when refer like uh in reference to world war ii but yeah. i don't think that's the core issue with it no i don't think yeah. most of the people that are going to pick up this game are going to give a fuck about that it's yeah. very interesting there's a social space in the call of duty game yeah i'm curious the reviews are dropping <laughs> as cool we're recording by the they're, way like, they're they're kind of mixed yeah um, I mean, but then user dropping. Yeah, like Slowly. reviews in progress and first impression stuff. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, it's it's a COD game. They yeah. control great. They play great. That's all fine and dandy. The question is, does it have the long term thing to make the multiplayer fun? Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, at the end of the day, like, and do people do people want to still bother with World War II weapons? Mm-hmm. Like COD Two worked because it was fresh. It was like, oh, we've never seen World War Two done so cinematically and so interestingly. But it's been you know over ten years since COD Two dropped. Yeah. Yeah been what 13 since cod 4 something like that and that was like when modern war so we had like an entire generation of modern warfare style shooters yeah yeah that was my first like uh online game i was i was sick with mono and my mom bought bought it for me and um i was cod 4 yeah dude Dude, i wasn't even kissing too many girls man yeah i got a sicko um but i remember being afraid to go online and play with others for the first time yeah, and, uh, kick your ass. And that and ten years later, I've, 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 I think that that was uh, warranted because people online are bad and awful. Uh, Once again, Xbox Live in two thousand and five. Yeah, totally. totally, definitely. Once again, uh, Rhodes please, just, just years ahead of all of us. Uh, <laughs> and please, let's rewind a little bit. I was on PlayStation Network. Um, oh, wait, so, you were, so wait, hold on, stop, yeah. wait, big pause. You you were playing God Four on PS three? Yeah, dude. Were the people bad, or was the network just not ever no, no. actually up? Was anyone playing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the we can talk like about at least this some other episode, I guess, right? but uh, okay. Um, the PlayStation Three so had the a pretty robustness uh, of the PlayStation Network. Yeah, people had a. There's a healthy player base on PlayStation Three. Okay, yeah. okay. For a lot of games, because uh, I, I like Titanfall One. I did. Oh, you're like hold. I was all right, before we wrap up, I have questions for Charlie. And oh, okay, I have at, answers. They're at the Many bottom answers. of the document, Brian. Oh, I see yeah. them, yes. But, um, okay. yeah. Charlie, has a video game ever made you cry? And if so, which one? Um, Not just which one, which several. Oh, okay. Um, I don't consider your wedding a game, Rose, <laughs> just by the way. <laughs> um, Is it Shenmue yeah, 1 yeah. and 2? It is neither Shenmue <laughs> 1 nor Shenmue 2. Did not play those games, yeah. will not play those no, games. No, me neither. Um, I like Yakuza just fine, but uh, yeah, Shenmue just doesn't have enough events transpiring for me to have tried yeah all that into it which we play those um, sailors okay so it's bad um it's 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 pretty rough um i think the end of prince of persia sands of time oh my god wow yeah where he has to undo everything he never met pharah and the, the context for that is important because in the third game you go back there and you meet her again she becomes like this kick-ass, badass archer lady that's good at shit, and she doesn't know who you are. She has no idea because you reverse time, mm-hmm. and because you reverse time, you fucked everything up, and the whole time yeah breaks. And that's why those three games work. Um, I cried during that because you had undo everything. Um, 
I cry, and I didn't really cry, but I got definitely fuzzy at um, the death of Bill in Left 4 Dead 2, because um, <laughs> okay. that was my favorite character in that game. Love Bill. I got his Bill's hat. Sweet, I trade for it. I, I, I totally have his fucking hat. He's the best. Um, and oh, uh, the end of Kotor two. Um, the big spoilers Ooh. for this ten year old game Go when Kreia betrays you. Ooh, that um, made you cry. Yeah, yeah, because because you spend the whole game like trying to kind of appease her because she's basically guiding you on a thing you don't understand. You're just trying to make her smile. Yeah, you know, it's like it's trying to it's, it's trying to impress your dad. You know. Yeah. And it's never enough, son. Um, as far as other things that I've cried at, which I'm, I'm looking at the questions ahead of time, um, I, I very rarely cry during movies, but the movie that I did cry during was My Dog Skip at the end, when Frankie Muniz's character dies after going to the military. What, Dude! Yeah. My favorite... Um, Spoiler for 2001? I don't know when that movie came out. <laughs> uh, I... Uh, I think... I don't really cry that much during games. I cried probably at Journey and probably at Ooh. Walking Dead season one at some point. Okay, definitely rough. I, yeah. I, I, I let's play that game. I didn't play yeah. it. So it was kind of like, but like I could, I, the hit, the hit's yeah. real. It's yeah. not like a, yeah. And then, uh, Charlie, I don't know if you know this about me, but I cry when I watch School of Rock. Ooh, which part of School of Rock? At the end when they're all playing. Like on stage, when they're all together, and yeah, it finally and works back, out. Yeah, it's like exactly. more like tri- triumphant tears mm-hmm. of like. Yeah, I cry that episode of SpongeBob. Oh, cool, Brian. Which one? Oh, the the band episode. They all play together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say School of Rock does that story um more good. Yeah, but uh, okay, uh, that's wrong. Next question. Well, Brian, do you want to answer real quick when you ever when you ever cried at a video game? Have you ever? I'm he said it, at the SpongeBob battle for Bikini Bottom uh, adventure uh, platform right, game for, for PS2. By no, that was actually the Game Boy yeah, Color game. THQ. <laughs> it was what? It was the Game Boy Color SpongeBob game. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, I cried a lot. I, really I cried emotional. during Legacy of Goku 2. <laughs> yes. Um, but I also cried during HQ. That's weird. Okay. You're just yeah, so happy to see it's Scott. It's a trivia game. No, I'm not happy. <laughs> oh, oh, the opposite. Get out of there, Scott. Okay. So, um, what are some of your go to sites or channels for gaming? Hashtag content charlie Ooh, saucy look at look at that trade-off this back wow. and forth i feel like i'm a crossfire wow um that, yeah there's an old show for you um well eh, prior prior to recent events uh, i used to go to gaff actually i was a oh, gaff okay. user for years and years and years and years because it was like that's where people show up yeah that are devs and give a shit about games talking about games you learn stuff um, yeah we were just talking about how like forums felt like a weird place to be I, charlie how how much no, no, how old are I, you you don't mind me asking? Rude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm 26. Okay. Well, yeah, you're not that much older than me. I don't know. I thought I'm not, I, sometimes you're, you're I think 25, right? I'm 24. I sometimes I think yeah. that it's like an age thing where like some people who just by a it, year it or two be. never got on forums, you know? Well, because like, that's the thing is like MySpace came, right? But yeah. I came late to MySpace because yeah. I was like a year older. Right. So like all the people that are a year younger than me were using sure. MySpace. And I was like, oh, I'm still on pkmn.co.uk, mm-hmm. which is a British Pokemon forum that I one Moderate best member and, to uh, register yeah. in 2006 <laughs> yeah it's it's a i had a rough t- i was a sp- you wore the felt jacket thing that you're talking I, about yeah earlier. i yeah. was a sprite artist <laughs> yeah. for about three years i did i i'll show you my photo bucket sometime you should come on the show and talk about that sometime uh, i got no problem doing that okay um but yeah so uh, gaff was big um i actually pay attention to a particular subreddit of a set of let's players from canada hmm. uh because they 
it's it's hard to plug things that you like, especially Let's Players, because it's like, go watch this 5,000 hours of content from people that play full games. Yeah. But the reason I like them is that they happen to be, uh, they, they all come from a uh, QA background in games, so quality oh, cool. assurance, which yeah. is, you know, game testing, right? And they're Canadian guys, so they've done tons of stuff with tons of different games, because that's where you outsource all your QA to, because <laughs> um, nobody wants to do QA in the States, because it pays nothing. Yeah. Um, so they have a, a pretty cool in-depth look to all the games they play, and they all have introduced me to stuff that I care about. So, um, they have a, a subreddit they pay a lot of attention to. Um, that's the, the super best friends, two best friends play. I think they have a, they were part of Machinima for a second. I don't know. They've been around. Yeah. Um, but they just, they, they make good shit. They've introduced me to stuff I never would have thought about. They're funny, engaging, whatever, all that cool stuff. And then, uh, you know, Twitter's good. Follow, follow people that make the stuff you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, follow, yep. follow your Tim Schafer's, your 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 Yoko Taro's, your your. Isn't uh, one of your favorite games, the uh, Psychonauts? Fucking love Psychonauts. That's cool. in in my top three. Easy, yeah. no problem. Uh, what is your earliest video game memory? If you can. Think um, of it. earliest. Um, watching my friend Devin beat Super Mario Bros. on the original NES. Um, huh. when he died once, I got to play as Luigi, which means you start at World 1, and then you get to play, and I would die pretty quickly, and then he would beat the rest of the game. So that, coupled with, like, same thing with Banjo-Kazooie mm-hmm. and Majora's Mask. So watching all those games get beaten in front of me. Yeah. Um, that, as far as playing a game, the biggest one that, like, I remember is going to an arcade with my stepdad and playing Bloody Roar, which is a nice. fighting game yeah. where you turn into animals and shit. Sounds rad. Blew yeah. my mind. It took me forever to find out what it was called again because I was like, oh, fighting game where you turn into animals and it's like, that's a surprising number of <laughs> video games. <laughs> There's many of them. But yeah, Bloody Roar is what I remember a lot. Cool. Brian, this is your favorite question to ask uh, anybody. Go ahead. Is game art... Yes. Um, I think games are absolutely an art, um, but they fall into the same sort of mixed media categories like a movie or, or a book. Where yeah. Or, or anything that's really designed for a, an audience, right? So when you make a, a visual art, right, you, it doesn't, oftentimes it's not emphasized to be a thing that an audience has to see, that an audience will see it often by accident. Um, same thing if you find like H.P. Lovecraft stories or uh, Kafka stories where it's like, this was not stuff that was supposed to be released, but people still are interested in it. Um, I think games, because they're designed for an audience and they're designed for interactivity that's based on ability and desire to learn and understand. There's problem solving to it. Mm-hmm. Movie doesn't really have problem solving. It's shown to you and then you process it. A game is, in order to experience it, you have to process it. Like, you can't get further unless you process it more. Yeah. No. Uh, which I think is what makes it so dynamic and fun and interesting. But I think it's absolutely an art form. I think that there are totally games that are just shameless cash-ins that are disgusting like yeah. any other art form in the world. I mean, you could look at half the stuff, uh, I was going to say Leonardo DiCaprio, not an artist. I mean, an artist of his class, but not a man that drew anything. Right, um, right. You, could, you could look at any of the the just famous paintings that are in Rome, right? Those are cash-ins. They're, it's literally yeah. just a guy being paid by the church to do stuff. That doesn't make it bad art. It just means it happens to be paid for. Mm-hmm. And, no, game is know, fart. <laughs> okay. Truly. Um, <laughs> But more importantly, I think it's important to remember that uh, game overs are a failure of the game designer, um, and you can thank David Cage for that. Fair point. Uh, and then what? You is should your... never be allowed to lose because if you lose, then the game failed. I guess. And wait, so even like in Mario, when you like run out of lives and game over? Yeah, if you die, if you run out of lives, then the game's over. like you know, all games should be should play. 
not like heavy rain because you can actually lose in heavy rain. You totally can. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what his deal was. Um, but all games should be like, oh, like the hmm, I got it for you the <laughs> the Minecraft Telltale game. Oh, but you okay. can fail literally every prompt, and and, and it, it just keeps matter. going. No way. It just that's an, inter- that's an interesting take. <laughs> So these these same Canadian Let's Players I've been talking about, they they have mm-hmm. one, and it's the the thumbnail icon. They usually pick a thing from the game, but instead it's just a picture of a dumpster fire. They literally just put the controller down and talk over the game happening. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> and the game just transpires. That might be a way to experience that game. That's the best way to experience that game. Pay somebody else to have yeah. paid for that game to just yeah. let it run. I think Phil Kohler decided to do an all silent. Uh, Walking Dead season one run, and it was the saddest thing he said. I'll bet. Oh, but uh, but season one's the good one. Yeah, but it's just yeah. all like it's just sad because he's this is all silent. You know, how, like uh, oh wait, with no sound at all. No, well, like, no, where like he makes the character pick the silent option. Oh, yeah. you say dot dot dot. Yeah, you say yeah, dot yeah, dot yeah. dot the entire oh, game. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Oof. Uh, Charlie, what is your favorite game of 2017 so far? A Hat in Time. If you haven't bought it or played it or whatever, just just buy it. You don't even have to play it. Just buy it. Okay. That game fucking rules. You should apparently also play Mario, especially if you like those kinds of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the shameless ripoff. I I you know, listen. Hat in Time is the best because it came out a first. B had the hat mechanic way earlier, and the hats do more stuff. Yeah, that's the final take. Thank you all for listening to our show about video games. You can follow us on Fans of Genre on Twitter. And I'm at Rhodes Clark. I'm at Brian T. Swanson. Mikey will be back next week. He's at Mikey Krieger. Charlie, what about you? Uh, I think I'm at C. Wallentini. Wallentini. That sounds right. Thank you for saying your your last name out loud. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) W-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-Y. Perfect. Uh, And I mentioned him earlier, but thank you to John Bash, who recorded our awesome theme song. Find more (sighs) of his stuff at uh, johnbash.com. His um, shit's hot. I, I, yeah, yeah. Bump you, that. You can also go to uh, infinitedogs.com where we uh, occasionally um, will eventually write something. I'm gonna write um, some shit sometime. It's been a while. Look, but you there's know, another dog themed Western uh, video game thing that I've a website that I know about. Fan pop. Your, yours is better. Thank you. I want something. <laughs> I won something from them once. I got a Star Wars figure. I wrote something for them once. Nice. You want to write something for our site sometime? God, please, can I? Yeah, of course. Can it not be worshipping how Suicide Squad is actually an okay movie? Is that what you had to do? God, no. Oh, but that site There's did? not enough money in the world. Should I, I edit out where I said their name? No, you okay. shouldn't. Um, right. I, watched, I watched Suicide Squad on a date. Mm-hmm. I forget that that was a date. I just remember that I saw that movie. Yeah, dude. That, it's uh, that bad. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that movie is very bad. Um, it, it's unfortunate. Well, thank you for complimenting our site that has been dead for uh, a couple weeks, <laughs> at least in terms Hell of yeah. yeah. Uh, that's gonna do it for us as fans okay. of the genre. We hope you found something to enjoy. Big hearts. <laughs>